Hello and welcome to Ad Creeps. This is a podcast where we dissect and correct the TV advertisements that raised us, phased us, and amazed us. I'm your co-host, Al, here as always with my wonderful co-host, Courtney. I'm wonderful. You're so wonderful. Tell me more about me. Um, you're okay. Well, that was a step down. (laughs) Like, really quickly. You couldn't even... You couldn't even play around in the space talking about how wonderful I was? Yeah, as much as I love to commit to a bit, that one... Oh, buddy. <laughs> just seemed like maybe it was really going to make your head a little too big. Me? And it's already pretty big. My head? Too big? <laughs> Fine, let's talk, I don't know, about an ad or something. Okay. Now, my ad starts with um, a guided meditation. I love meditating. So what I want you to do is just close your eyes. Okay. And I'm going to get a pillow. Yeah, really just just try to chill out. Okay. And just follow along with the story. The whole time? Not the whole time. Oh, okay. I thought you could just guide me to meditate and then I'll just <laughs> fall asleep. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. Okay. Psst. Hey, buddy. Wait. Pal. Wait. Come on a journey with me. <laughs> Who's this character? Okay, so it's 1898, and you're a day laborer in New York City, oh. the greatest city in the world. <laughs> Who's this Don Bluth motherfucker? <laughs> Who's this little guy? This is your meditation guide. Oh, is he wearing <laughs> a little newsy cap? Yeah. Okay, good. Okay, uh-huh. I'll close my eyes again. So, uh, New York's just entered its modern form by consolidating Brooklyn as well as parts of Queen and the Bronx, and it's a hot day, baby. And you need a cool treat. <gasps> so once you're done hanging out in the air on a girder, huh? you're going to head to the nearest ice cream cart. <gasps> you're going to get a small dish of ice cream, and as is the custom, you're going to slurp that baby down and lick it clean and well, hand it back to the vendor. Okay, well, no. So they can wipe it down for the next customer. Oh, Oh, Lord, no, bad. My COVID senses are tingling. Of course, even in the greatest city in the world, it isn't customary to pasteurize dairy yet. So you potentially maybe just consume bacteria that could give you scarlet fever, diphtheria, or even bovine tuberculosis. I I couldn't imagine hot, unpasteurized dairy, um, but also the fact that I'm waiting in line uh, to get my sweet treat, and there's a, a a man in front of me, locking eyes with me, licking licking just a whole plate of ice cream. Hey, baby, that's how we do it. And then I know that goes to me yeah. later. Yeah, is that how we do it? That's how we do it. Can the I greatest ask, city in the world. Can I ask you your name, little man? Joe Pepper. Jo- <laughs> oh, Joseph. Joseph Pepper. Joseph Pepper. <laughs> Don't you have parents, little little man? No, hey, we're walking here. Oh, oh, here, yeah, we are walking. I'm meditating, you're walking me. I'm walking you through a story. Okay, well, let's let's continue. Hey, what's a little ice cream poisoning on a hot summer day? When you and your dirty tank top and your suspenders... <laughs> Wait, what am I wearing? Your dirty tank top uh-huh. and your suspenders uh-huh. and your breeches that's soaked with sweat from building a city in the sky. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, my breeches are ready. <laughs> Just think, in six years at the huh? World's Fair in St. Louis, they'll introduce the ice cream cone and then things will really take a turn for the better. Yeah, we don't have to eat them in, in our hands. 
or on these shareable plates. And then, gosh, get ready for this one. In the 1920s, there'll be prohibition, oh. and you'll be just dying for a drink, so you'll reach for the next best thing, a tasty ice cream treat. I don't I don't think those two equate, little man. And you'll know just where to find it, because there's this fancy new thing called refrigeration, oh. and they've managed to install it in vehicles that play a jaunty little tune when they come <gasps> down the street. Ice cream machine? And in a decade or so, when times get real tight, uh-huh. a little ice lolly from a rambling truck is going to seem a lot less of a luxury than a trip to the ice cream parlor. I don't like how you said ice lolly. No? No. You are licking a giant lolly, actually, right now. I am. <laughs> it's, that's that's me, Joe Pepper. <laughs> that's why you're so sticky. I'm very sticky all the time, ma'am. Uh, <laughs> ma'am? Sir? Well, look, I got a lot to explain to you. It's 1898. Hey, gender, my dude? It's just part of your imagination. Wait, you're saying that I I could express my gender however I want? Yeah. You could wear britches or other types of britches. Ma'am, I'm going to have to let you go. i got a lot to think about. <laughs> no, you got to keep telling me the story. I like you better than Al. Oh, no. <laughs> no, no, keep going. That's a crime. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, this is where I hand it back to Al, in fact. Oh, okay. But wait... I'll miss you. Oh, sir, it's been really nice getting to know you, too. Okay. Will you come back? Yeah, I'll come back and visit sometime. But for now, i got to cross this busy street. Hey, I'm walking here! (laughs) Bye. Bye, Joey Peppers. I'll always remember you. Farewell, sir! Oh. Sorry, what did I miss? Al, I think we need to talk. Oh, okay. You know how we talked about, like, we're going to do this... We're going to do ad creeps together. Yeah. Um, I think I was just, I think I'm in love, Al. (laughs) (laughs) What? I think, I think it just hit me like, like a lightning bolt. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think, I don't think I could do this with you anymore. Can you describe the person? (laughs) Well, they were short or tall. I know they were wearing a newsy cap. Yeah. They talked a lot about suspenders. Okay. And also licking ice cream plates clean. Interesting, interesting. It was very erotic. That sounds unhygienic. <laughs> anyway, we could talk about this after you finish your act. Yeah, let me at least finish the episode, and then, and then you we'll... can kind of go do your, like, running through the airport moment yeah. or whatever you need to do. <laughs> My John Cusack. Yeah. Wait. wait. <laughs> okay. So. Oh, boy. Whatever it was that you just experienced. Yeah, I um, did experience something. Oh, boy, I experienced something. Um, my notes say that it's not that dissimilar to how one ice cream empire started. Oh, okay. In 1929. With a small boy in love. <laughs> okay, so it was a, a small boy? No, it was You wasn't. fell in love with a small... No, I didn't. I'm sorry. No, I didn't. Because <laughs> that's kind of what I was asking when I wanted oh, you to describe it? the person. Oh, no, I didn't think so. I thought it was like a Jimmy Olsen type. Okay. Yeah, in my head. Cool. <laughs> this got weird. <laughs> I don't like this. Uh, uh, okay, so in 1929, yeah. a Greek immigrant in Hartsdale, New York, borrowed $15 from his wife to transform an old white trailer into a traveling confectionery selling that sweet, sweet stuff. <laughs> my wife, am I right? <laughs> my wife, she gave me $15 to stop my own ice cream truck. <laughs> and I told her to cool right off. The old ball and chain. <laughs> Boy, Lord, I hate this episode already. 
No, I love it. Keep going. In 1934, the hottest year on record, Memorial oh. Day was almost a complete disaster when his truck got a flat tire. <gasps> so he pulled into a parking lot next to a pottery store. Oh. When the owner let him tap into their electricity as he sold his melting ice cream to passing vacationers. Oh. But patrons went absolutely apeshit for the flaccid custard, which he would eventually dub soft serve. <gasps> what? Oh, my God. I didn't realize that soft serve was just softer ice cream. <laughs> you did? Okay, first of all. Just melty you ice didn't? cream? <laughs> I didn't think it was just melty ice cream. What do you think would happen if you froze it more? I just thought it was so soft, baby. <laughs> it's just always No soft. matter how hard you freeze soft no. serve, it stays soft? I assume. I thought, like, soft serve was soft because of the air in it. And it's yeah, I mean, that's soft. part of it. That's oh, part of it. Oh, oh, oh. Um, so this man, he sold his entire wow. supply in two days. Al, why don't they call other ice cream hard, hard serve? cream? Okay, well, first of all, <laughs> that's a great question. Yeah. Um, I now... In in uh, in some places, yeah. uh, such as Japan, they they call it soft cream, uh, the soft yeah. serve. Yeah, and I had I had at one place. Yeah, um, <laughs> I saw the picture. <laughs> I had the longest soft cream in Japan. <laughs> you sure did, buddy. <laughs> it was really long in Osaka. There's a place where they sell the the longest. They one. call it the long, but the the tallest sort of cone of no, soft serve. It was long. Um, it was the longest soft cream. In Japan, and I yeah. ate it, and it did not no do me any favors. No. See, that's why you got to chase it with the hard cream. Yeah, I traveled to Kyoto <laughs> later that day, and ooh, it was a rough one. <laughs> let me tell you. Good thing it was the bullet train, huh? <laughs> it was not. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, so he sold his entire supply in two days. Wow. And two years later, he purchased the pottery store and turned it into his first physical location. Mm. He also patented a no-air pump for cream storage and began selling his own line of Custard King freezers. Custard King. There are still Custard Kings around, aren't there? I don't know. Okay. I've had a Custard King, I'm pretty sure. Interesting. Because Custard <laughs> custard Kings are different than, like, ice cream ice cream. Are they? I think they're... Well, I was going to say they're soft, but I guess that's the whole point, huh? Yeah. Oh. So, by 1947, he realized that the the operators of the Custard King freezers he was selling needed more training and oversight. So, he turned his business into a full franchise. Oh, I see. So, he was kind of giving out the product and letting people sell, but he didn't like how the, the cream was handled. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Exactly. Mm. Uh, he was famously strict, in fact, about many aspects of the franchise, including whether owners dished out three ounces of soft serve in order to save money instead of the customary 3.5. Oh. Now I have to ask, is there a little squirrel on top of this ice cream? Not that I know of. Oh, okay. We're Ooh, not. I'm barking. Ah, you're barking up a tree. Am I barking up You're the barking right up one? the wrong one. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Wait. This is not Dairy Queen? This is not a Dairy Queen. What? <laughs> Truly not a Dairy Queen. You pooked me. I got you. I got you good. Custard King, Dairy Queen. I thought it all made sense. Look, <laughs> it was all coming together. <laughs> Look at my strings, my red strings. Why does the wall say Joey Peppers? <laughs> <laughs> Forget about that. <laughs> you drawn a heart around it. Oh my god. <laughs> we talked about this. Oh boy. Uh, uh, we can never be together. <laughs> so this custard monarch. Uh, decided to help franchisees uh, meet his exacting standards by yeah. leading a multi-week course for franchisees at a Yonkers motel that he renamed a College of Ice Cream Knowledge, <laughs> which, 
which many referred to as Sunday school. Oh, I came. That was very good. I'm surprised because you usually don't no, like I puns. Like, but I love ice cream based puns. Yeah, that's I true. Love I'll, ice cream. I, I'll do anything for can ice cream I, based Can pun. I tell you, I, I think this might be the year. I'm famously lactose intolerant. <laughs> famously. <laughs> and uh, my ass was blasted with two giant sets of antibiotics um, these last six months because of various illnesses. And I've realized I've rebuilt my gut, flora and fauna, with kefir, mm. uh, which is a, a, a yo- it's good. almost like a yogurt yeah, drink. Yeah, it's good. And I realized I can actually eat cheese with complete immunity. Oh, my God. You have a cheese immunity? Yeah, baby. <laughs> I've been sucking back those ba- baby bell, those little baby bell cheeses <laughs> every every day. And I, I got some cottage cheese in, in the fridge, too. So we're going to experiment. Damn. Um, my goal is to get my tummy ready for summer ice cream. Ice cream season. Yeah. I want, Al, I want a strawberry shortcake so goddamn bad. And I want that for you. You just gotta blast, blast your fucking, nuke your fucking stomach out of the stratosphere. <laughs> My friend, it nukes itself <laughs> Oh yeah, that's week. right. <laughs> Oopsie daisy. So it was here at this College of Ice Cream Knowledge that a mm. franchisee invented one of the company's most iconic cakes in the image of the company's wait, creator. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> the way your body is moving is very unsettling. <gasps> I think I know what this is. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm pretending I'm holding Joey Pepper's hand. Oh my god, you are literally (laughs) gripping the air with your fist. I'm so excited. Please tell me the story. Okay. In 1951... Uh, this man capitalized on a recent spate of UFO sightings by introducing the company's infamous ice cream sandwich, the Flying Saucer. (sighs) Aside from the well-known ice cream cake characters, which have been name-checked throughout radio, television, film, and even music as the subject of a Beastie Boys track... These pussy crumbs are making me itch. A cookie butt? Hey! A cookie butt? Maybe I should scratch. Yes! There's something else this self-made man was famous for. What? His advertising. Ooh. He was even commemorated by the National Museum of American History in their exhibit on advertising history. What? We gotta go there. We, one, we do. <laughs> Number two, we're in there already. I checked. Ad creeps. It's in there. We, it, we're in there. We're in there. Number three, tell me about this ice cream. <laughs> so what made these ads so iconic and beloved? Yeah. He did them all himself. He did them? Did he do the voiceovers mm-hmm. and everything? Refusing to hire an ad agency, he provided the narration for every <sighs> ad, and his gravelly voice became quickly <gasps> recognizable in television and radio commercials up and down the East Coast. Was he was he Fudgy the Whale? I don't know if he did the voice of Fudgy. Oh, I assume he did Fudgy the Whale. Well, he did, narrated the okay. commercials. I think he did all the voices. I, Cookie Puss? No, yeah, actually. We're talking about Carmel, right? Carvel, yeah. Carvel, okay, good, 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 good. Scotta. Scotta. <laughs> so he was one of the first executives to moonlight in TV advertising and even created a custom studio at the Yonkers College, which was called the Carvel College of Ice Cream Knowledge. Oh my god, Carvel College of Ice Cream Knowledge. Give me a certificate and fun. <laughs> 
<laughs> Sorry. <laughs> the rustic charm of these ads was a big part of what helped the chain go international in the early 1980s, as well as its rise to become America's third largest ice cream store chain wow. after Dairy Queen and Haagen-Dazs. Ben and Jerry, they're not on the scene yet. They ain't shit. Oh, well, <laughs> that's fighting words. <laughs> Fucking Chucky Monkey versus Cookie Puss. I'd like to see him try, baby. <laughs> wow. Oh, uh, yeah. So Athanasios Carvelas Americanized his name to Tom Carvel wow. shortly before opening his ice cream truck for business. And it's a name that has become synonymous with homespun advertising and fun character cakes, not least of which is the one modeled after his own image. The cake, the <gasps> cream, the legend, the Cookie Puss. That he's Cookie Puss. He someone made Cookie Puss to look like him. I bet you that was kind of a slam, though. Oh, huh? I'm sure it was. When you got an ice cream cone and a, a scoop for a nose, you're like, wait a minute. <laughs> Again, he was notoriously hard on his franchisees. Oh, <laughs> they probably made it in the break room, and he <laughs> like, found it. Fucking Tom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Cookie Puss. So every time we consume a Cookie Puss, we're consuming the creator. Is this like, you know? Oh, is it like um? What What's do you call the uh, Eucharist? Uh, yeah, it, I think it is. I think it is like an ice cream Eucharist. It's wow. like I partake of this cream. Yeah, yeah. Soft may it be. You're eating a piece of Tom Carvel. He puts a piece right in, right in there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man, man. So uh, much like Tom Carvel came from Greece to create a product that's brought joy to so many, yeah. Cookie Puss or Celestial Person is an alien from the planet Birthday. What? Who is known throughout the galaxy for his fun and quirky personality. I didn't know this. Mr. Puss never sours and you always can't. brings a smile to the boys and girls of planet Earth. You can't call him I can't him call that. him... No. Is that his father? <laughs> yeah, please refer to him by his full... His full English <laughs> God-given name. <laughs> Cookie Puss, which also... CP also stands for Celestial Person. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, CP. CP. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> While he may not be as popular as his Father's Day friend, Fudgy the Whale, this really? former NASA test pilot contains Carvel's signature crunchies and has a few seasonal siblings, such as one we're going to meet in this classic Carvel ad. Oh, really? Mm. Is it like Fudgy O-Whale or You're very- Cookie O-Puss? Hey. I think I remember that. Yeah. I've had a Cookie O-Puss in a couple, in a couple years okay, of my well, life. Okay, well, don't brag about it. <laughs> Look, growing up in America, <laughs> you cookie some puss. Yeah, I could use some. <laughs> I'm so excited. Okay, we're going to take an ad break. We're going to watch this mother, and then we're going to come right back and talk about it. And remember, the link's in the description if you want to watch, too. Oh, yeah. We'll return after these messages. Hello, I'm Corvell's Cookie Puss. the celestial person. The new Carvel ice cream cake made fresh daily at your participating Carvel ice cream store. Now, for St. Patrick's Day, I'd like to introduce my friend, Cookie O'Puss. My name is Cookie O'Puss, the fresh Carvel ice cream cake. You can also be sending either of us to a friend by calling his toll-free number, and we honor most major credit cards, too. Thanks and a grand day to you now. Welcome back to the show. Want to tell me what you saw? Oh, so much. I saw my whole life flash before my eyes. First of all, I gotta tell you, as part of the commercial, it says Cookie Puss serves 12 to 14 people. That is a lie. (laughs) It's all it is is just me and a Cookie Puss and God watching because 
Holy hell, you give me a spoon and those little cookie pieces. I could, I feel like I could gobble a cookie puss all by myself. Oh boy, you could just get right down in there. <laughs> okay, let's back up, because I got a lot to say about the puss. Uh, can I say that? Uh, no, I don't. <laughs> I actually don't think that you can. You sure? Well, I'm conflicted. Okay. <laughs> Johnny Peppers would like that. Joey Peppers? Yeah, I forgot his name. <laughs> Already. Okay, well. Okay, so... First of all, we have CP, Cookie mm-hmm. Puss, and Cookie Puss is floating in space. Yeah, because he's an alien. And is voiced by a small child. Well, which, no, it's Tom Carvel. Is it Tom Carvel? Yeah, he's just got a, he's got a sma- treatment sound- on the voice. Wow, it sounds like a small child. He's great. He's the fucking voice actor of the era. <laughs> and forget, that Irish accent. Forget, oh, well, we'll talk about that. Forget Casey Kasem, man. <laughs> okay. So he he's floating. They're floating in the air. Yeah, uh, and they say you can order me from any participating Carvel, and they have the number right there. Is it was it a one eight hundred number? I could you one eight hundred number a cookie puss? No matter where you were, just to talk to. Just to, please, I need to talk to him late at night. Please. Can I talk to? Hey, is Cookie Puss there? CP, hey CP, you there? It's me. It's five cents a minute. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> tell me about your cookie pieces. Tell me about your crunchies. Oh boy. Yeah, I gotta tell you. So there's a there's a close up shot of pieces of the puss. Um, may I say that? <laughs> uh, and it is. They do have the crumblies in there. Yeah. Now I gotta say that I guess like that's what Dairy Queen also has crumblies. Yeah. They had to have. Like they had to have stolen that. Dairy Queen did. Yeah. Oh, must almost have, certainly. Right. I believe so. I believe so. They they're nasty. Now Carvel does call them crunchies, and that is a signature term. A crunchy. They're called crunchies. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. They are crunchy. Mm. That's what makes an ice cream cake good. Like, if you just have ice cream all the way down, it's just ice cream and it melts. It's, it's not what? Great. What is that? That's nothing. That's nothing. That's nothing. That's nothing. Settle down. <laughs> it's okay. Okay. But the layer of frosting, fro- like cookie f- or ice cream frosting. I don't know if it's real frosting. Yeah. When it was, it's waxy. It's waxy like real frosting. Waxy as hell, man. And then you have the vanilla on top and the the cookie, the crispies. Wait, crunchies. Crunchies in the middle, and then the chocolate at the bottom. It's perfect. Now, is that how Carvel does it? Yeah. As well? Yeah. No, that is how. That's. The Carvel way. Oh. That's the Carvel way. Okay. I'm now, I I have never had the honor of a cookie puss or a fudgy the whale <sighs> or a cupie puss, which is the Cupid oh, um, for really Valentine's good. Day. That's good. Or whatever their other ones are. I love the cojones of them still using the word puss. The suffix oh, puss. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Today, 2020. <laughs> There's also it's hey it's St. Patrick's Day baby <laughs> so we gotta get we gotta get in there with Cookie Opus Cookie Opus and I I believe he was mint flavored as all St. Patrick's Day things are he had a lot of green going yeah on. he had a lot of green going on it's just the same guy um he's just green and he's got a little hat on him and he's got an accent and he does have an accent that is you know <laughs> <laughs> I guess. <clears throat> Um, but I, I love, I love Cookie Puss. I love the whole, I didn't know he was an alien. Yeah. Um, I do love Fudgy the Whale. I do love the Fudgy the Whale voice, though. Yeah. So he's like, I am Fudgy the Whale. Which is also Tom Carvel. Oh, so good. And what I liked about the narration is at the end, uh, Cookie Opus does say thanks and have a great day. Thanks, Cookie Puss. Cookie Opus. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> okay, well, Joey Pepper's getting a little jealous. <laughs> I thought we couldn't be together. <laughs> like, we're going to have 
have to talk after this. So how do we bring the puss back, as I like to call him, mm. um, back into 2021? Yeah, what's the modern puss? I mean, pussy puss. Pussy puss? Yeah. <laughs> Explain. Okay. Here's the deal. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> We've got to separate genitals from gender. Okay, that is yes, the key, yes, key yes, idea, yes, yes. right? I'm so in. We're done. Well, how do we do that? We normalize it, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I believe uh, Carvel, as a you know, in 2021, an ally. God, I hope. We, God, I hope. Well, they have been bought by a corporation at this point. So, oh, so well, well, now they're bought by us. Okay. Now we're now we're hey, we're driving this boat. We're man. taking over. We're to and it is queer now. <laughs> I'm sorry. So we got we got to normalize gender and, and separate it from the idea of genitals. So why not make a pussy puss? Just okay. a full Well, now here's the thing what I full like labia. What I like about this yeah. is that basically Carvel has like these same three shapes that they use for all their kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that like Cookie Puss looks like uh, <laughs> Tom Carvel got a little Georgia O'Keefe there. Look, you just turn all you got to do is turn the ice cream nose upside down. That a clip. Yes, that's that. I can't disagree with that. Um, that's functionally true. And, but what I think is, if you use the same cake base yeah. to make any kind of genitals, oh, for sure. Then it's like, hey, Fudgy the whale. Who knows what that is? <laughs> Could be anything. You turn it one way, it a puss. Turn the other way, it's a big hog. Well, he does have that tail. Oh, he's got that tail. Both. Why not both? Why not both? Wow. Cookie puss. The options are endless, and nature has a plethora of, of situations. Look, whatever your situation down there, we got a puss for you. <laughs> that's our that's our tagline, and it's gonna have crunchies. And it's gonna, I cannot cannot stress this enough. <laughs> All of our pusses have crunchies in. Them. I really hate that. It's too bad. <laughs> It's too bad. Yeah, I like it. Then, then we saw, and you know what? Doesn't matter what you buy or what you eat. Doesn't matter what you are, man. As long as you love ice cream. Yeah, and there's Be- there's no pussy opus. Well, is there? <laughs> Could be Irish. Why not? Okay. <laughs> they obviously haven't been through enough. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, I feel better about that. Yeah, I, well, think, I, I would, think that's great. See, then, then, then we can freely say, "Oh man, what'd you do on the weekend? Oh, I crushed some puss." And it would be, <laughs> it would be loved, beloved by all. Yes, it would and be welcomed. Hey, anybody can eat puss. Anyone can eat puss, and that's what we're here to say. <laughs> and you're gonna love it. And you're gonna love it, especially the crunchy bits. I cannot stress that enough. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, this really, this really got out of hand. Well, it's us, Al, and uh, I'm so glad you're here. Um, I think we got to rein it back in. Okay, ooh, rein it back in. I've got a local ad for you. Ooh, this is actually from our Twitter. Oh, excellent. Um, this is from Lace Cadet, our friend Lace Cadet. Woo! Uh, at Chibi News, and they say, "Growing up." I've had this local ads jingle burnt into my brain forever. They even released a full song version. Oh, I love it. I do love, I do love it. Let's, let's watch. Okay. The legend of the Chevy farm grew here in the West. 
people coming from far and wide to put us to the test. And when the dealing's done, they agree there's only one that leads the way. The legend of the Chevy Farm, Westgate Chevrolet. Fascinating. Look, okay. The the legend of the Chevy farm, it's number one, a bop. Oh, absolutely. But I played specifically, I watched through, um, Lace actually sent us, she sent us 10 minutes of these West, <laughs> Old Westgate Chev commercials, which I appreciate because I watched them multiple times. I love the cast of characters in them. I picked the one where there's two, um, obviously boyfriend farmers. Yes. Uh, and they are feeding their cars hay. It's great. I love the it. cars are eating the hay. The hay's in the hood of the cars. I love it so much. Like they're farm animals. Like... They're farm animals. It doesn't get better than that. It does not get better than that. Thank you very much, Lace. Thank you. If you want to send us a local ad, you can actually tweet at us at AdCreeps, or you can email us adcreeps at gmail.com. Yep. We'll get them both. Uh, and also, hey, if you enjoyed this, if you're looking forward to crushing some puss um, <laughs> in the future, or you want just to hear more about The Legend of Joey Peppers, oh. uh, I would love for you to write us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. I'll, if I get Apple Podcasts to write ourselves a five-star review, can you promise he'll be back? I think I think there's a very good chance that Joey Peppers will return someday <laughs> when you're ready. <laughs> I'm not ready, bud. <laughs> I'm not ready. Okay, I think that's it. Until next time, we are signing, signing off. Hmm, but first, a word for my spouse.